Today on Hardwired. When this false stronghold about God is accepted, it becomes a stronghold that destroys your prayer life and any interest in serving Him because why bother if He doesn't care or isn't there? So that stronghold affects everything. Now, how many of you want to be free in every area? Amen. So these houses of thoughts need to be brought down. Welcome to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire. Whether you find yourself in a good place, maybe in a difficult place, or possibly even in a very lonely place, let me encourage you that you've come to the right place. Now, if you're not able to stick around with us for all of today's program, you can always listen to it at our website, hardwired.org. You may have been listening to the program for a while or possibly just tuned in. Well, I want you to know that we do this for you. With a world that is searching and coming up empty, it's nice to know you can land on this message of hope and truth, something we all need to hear. So let's jump right in with today's program. Here's Pastor Jeff to tell us what's coming up in today's edition of Hardwired. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Hardwired. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of what I know is your very busy day. Well, last time we were together, we had begun a brand new series called The Battlefield of the Mind. And I laid a foundation in the last message on how it's our thoughts that come under attack by the enemy, that there is a battle for your thoughts and my thoughts. And we're in that battle every single day. And today I'm gonna talk about something we hear a lot about, but we don't often understand. And that is strongholds. What is a stronghold? The Bible talks about them. Paul said that the weapons of our warfare are given to us that we can pull down strongholds. But what is a stronghold? What does that mean? And how can we pull strongholds down in our own mind and experience freedom? I can't wait to share part two of the message, Pulling Down Strongholds. Let's go. Paul says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. He goes on, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not of us or from us. They're not worldly or fleshly or human, but they're mighty in God for pulling down what? Strongholds. All right. Casting down. Look at this now. This is what a stronghold is. Pay real attention. Arguments. I'm not talking about fighting somebody. I'm talking about Something up here that argues against the word of God, argues against the will of God, and is a puts up a wall against God's purpose for you and me. It's an argument. And he calls it a high thing. It exalts, it promotes itself against the knowledge of God. It is designed to keep you and I from knowing God. Bringing every thought, and this is the will of God for every believer. So read the last part with me, please, everybody. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's the will of God for us, that our thoughts are submitted to Christ and not renegade or not wrong. Amen. Now, when I read passages like this, it's a life-changing promise that strongholds established in our life can come down. And it's a promise that means the difference between victory and defeat. What goes on in your thought life, how well you do, 
with giving your thoughts to Christ and getting charge of your thoughts is going to decide victory or defeat. Because war, spiritually speaking, is won or lost up here. That's where it's won or lost. All right? So strongholds are built with the bricks and mortars of lies, and they keep the lost blinded from the truth of the gospel. The Bible says, look at this, the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. What does he do? He blinds the mind. How does he blind the mind of the unbelieving, those that are lost? He does it with lies, with strongholds, and he prevents them. What is he after? He doesn't want them to see the illuminating light of the gospel of Christ, who is the image of God. He blinds their mind. What's he do it with? Only and exclusively and always a lie. You don't need Jesus to be saved. There's no hell. You're not going to go to hell. Come on, you're not going to hell. Has God said? You're not going to answer for something called sin. God loves everybody. There's not going to be any judgment. There's no eternity. Don't worry about it. Eat, drink, and be merry before you die. And we believe that. We build a house of lies around it, and it keeps us from knowing God. That's the power of the gospel. When the gospel is preached, it bashes that lie, smashes that lie. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So Satan blinds people by renegade false concepts and beliefs about God, Christ, heaven, hell, spiritual things, and so on. This is why the Apostle Paul warned this. See to it that nobody takes you captive. How? Through philosophy. That's thoughts. That's beliefs. And empty deception, which the Amplified says is pseudo-intellectual babble. According to the musings of mere men, rather than following the truth and the teachings of Christ. Can we read that last part together? Because this is God's call for every Christian. Following, read it with me, following the truth and teachings of Christ. And when we follow the truth and the teachings of Christ, it pulls down strongholds. Amen? Amen. So a stronghold is a house of lies. Starts with one original lie. That lie becomes the foundation of the rest of them. Atheism, agnosticism, new age beliefs, gender beliefs, morality beliefs. Our culture, I've never seen our culture more aggressive in planting fiery arrows, wrong thoughts, wrong beliefs, wrong concepts, wrong religions, false hope in the minds of people intentionally starting before they can hardly talk then I see it today. Our minds are under attack every single day with the fiery arrows of false thought, false belief, false morality, false truth, false everything. And if we don't recognize the fiery arrow and pull it down, a house of thoughts will be built around it. And it's pretty serious when that happens because then you're in real trouble. Paul says, be sure nobody plunders or robs you of your faith and hope by false philosophies, which build strongholds in our mind against God. This is happening so bad in our universities now. That professor, he may be a math teacher, but I guarantee you these days, he's going to get up there and philosophize and genderize and moralize and go into all kinds of things that have nothing to do with math. And those students out there 
are having fiery darts shot into their mind and it ends up being a house of thoughts that eventually destroys their life. And the only thing that will bring it down is the gospel and the truth of God's word. And that's where we come in. A stronghold can be a false opinion or belief about God. Like this, he's not really there. He's not really there. You're atheists. Can I tell you what I believe about atheists? I don't believe in atheists. I don't. I don't think there's a single atheist on earth. Well, Jeff, there's all kinds of them that say they are. I know they say they are. But my Bible tells me God has revealed himself to every heart. So I believe they're just living in a house of thoughts built on the lie that God is not real. But deep down in their knower, they know he is. Or he's mean and vindictive. Don't mess with God. He's mean. He's always out to get you, stomp you, crush you for your littlest mistake. He's a mean, vindictive God. Or he's there, but he's not really interested in what happens on the earth or to people or particularly to me. He doesn't really care. Now watch this. When this false stronghold about God is accepted, it becomes a stronghold that destroys your prayer life and any interest in serving him because why bother if he doesn't care or isn't there? So that stronghold affects everything. Now, how many of you want to be free in every area? Amen. So these houses of thoughts need to be brought down. Another concept is about truth itself. Now, here's another lie that our culture loves, that truth is relative and changes with time and different societies. The truth is not a fixed thing that doesn't change, flex, bow, bend, or break, or apologize to any human or any culture. No, truth is flexible, adaptable, changeable, even choosable. I choose my truth. I'm gonna walk in the truth I decide is true. You got your truth and I've got mine. Don't bug me with your truth and I won't bug you with my truth. Let's just all coexist, which is the stupidest bumper sticker on the planet. Oh, I hope you don't have one. If you have one, please forgive me. But the thing about it is that bumper sticker is, is so false because all the religions on it, none of them want to get along with each other. And the, the last thing they're going to do is coexist. But go ahead, you got that bumper sticker. But it's, it's the belief that truth is not absolute, that it's not unchanging, that what it was 2,000 years ago is not today. And people accept this false notion about truth and they decide they're the arbiter of their own truth. We hear it all the time. My truth is as sacred as your truth. Don't bother me with your truth. Don't preach your truth to me. Even if it's Christian truth, don't tell me because I got my truth and you've got yours. Let's just get along. Do you know that that thought, the truth is flexible, adaptable, changeable, negotiable? Way back in the 60s, there was a group. I'm going to date myself here. But they were called the Moody Blues. Great musicians, terrible, really devastatingly deceitful lyrics. Because, and I used to listen to them totally with all of my attention. And they imparted philosophy to me. And I didn't know they were doing it. But listen to this song, Cold-Hearted Orb That Rules the Night removes the colors from our sight. Red is gray and yellow, white. You hear what he's saying? It may be red to you, it's yellow to me. If it's yellow to me, it's yellow to me. 
If it's red to you, it's red to you. It goes on. But we decide what is right and what is an illusion. You hear it there? There it is. We decide what is right. Because if I decide red is gray and yellow is white, or a man is a woman, or a woman is a man, or something else, I decide what's right. I decide what's true. If you believe that, it's a fiery arrow in your mind. You're going to build a house of lies around it. And it becomes a stronghold. And our nation has been captured with a stronghold. But is that statement true? Listen to what Jesus thought about truth. Jesus said, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Your word is truth. Can we say that together? Your word is truth. Let's try it again. Your word is truth. Let's try this. Your word is non-negotiable, inflexible, truth. It was true 2,000 years ago and it's true today. And it's gonna be true tomorrow. Listen to what the Bible says. 1 Peter 1.25, the word of the Lord endures forever. See, stars will fall out of the sky before the truth of God will ever change. We'll get back to Pastor Jeff in a moment to close out today's program. But first, I wanna share something about our program. Our mission is actually very simple, to share the life-changing good news of Jesus Christ in a way that gets hardwired into your life. And we trust these messages from Pastor Jeff aren't something you can only listen to and enjoy, but that they inspire you to share with others. The message of the gospel is something everyone needs to hear, and that's why it's a priority to us. And you get to join us in this important mission. Call us at 877-884-3111 to say you're in, or drop us a line at our website, hardwired.org. Well, here's Pastor Jeff with the rest of today's program. Matthew 3, 6. I am the Lord. I don't change. Well, if He doesn't change, His truth doesn't change. The Word of the Lord endures forever. Forever. Amen. Now, watch this. When we accept this falsehood about truth, that it's flexible, changeable, adaptable, negotiable, when we believe that about the Word of God, here's the way we ought to open up the Word of God. But watch this. How do you approach the Word? Well, I'm going to read the Bible today. Some of it may be true. Some of it may not. Some of it's negotiable. Some of it I'm not so sure. If that's your attitude when you approach the Word of God, then it's going to do you no good. you got to approach it the way Jesus did. Your Word is truth. It's truth. It's unpolluted, undiluted truth. It is industrial strength truth. It is unchanging truth, inflexible truth. And that's a good thing because we need those barriers that we know will never change. It's a protective barrier around our life. That's how you approach the Word of God. So when we approach the Word of God that way, then we're not going to have that stronghold that says, I can justify your sin. I can coddle your compromise. I can permit a belief that shuts God out because you've accepted the lie that truth is negotiable. So therefore, what I'm reading may not be true today anymore. So I can do what I want. Nope. It's unchanging. And I love that security. Now, how can a stronghold be pulled down? I'm going to give you three quick ways that a stronghold is pulled down. I sum it up with one word. 
What is the weapons of our warfare? The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down. Another version, the demolishing, the destruction of strongholds. Before I tell you, I had a stronghold. I'm going to be real transparent with you. You're not going to believe me, but I used to be a smoker. Mm -hmm. I was a Marlboro kid. I love those Marlboros. Now, I'm telling you this for a reason. I started smoking when I was 13. Started young. And I was hooked. I smoked when I woke up. I grabbed a cigarette after I ate. I grabbed a cigarette at noon. I grabbed a cigarette at night. I grabbed a cigarette in between. I grabbed a cigarette when there was no good need to have a cigarette. I grabbed a cigarette anyway. And I smoked. And I was a smoker. And then I got saved and the Holy Ghost came to live inside of me. Now, when the Holy Ghost comes to live inside of us, he's a house cleaner. And he's immediately going to mess with our stuff. He's immediately going to meddle. And so one day after I've been saved, now, if you're a smoker, please understand, I'm not condemning you. I know the addiction that it is. I know the craving. My prayer goes up for you because I've been there. But one day I woke up and the Holy Spirit said to me, put it down. But I had a stronghold. And you know what the stronghold was? It wasn't smoking. It was my belief I couldn't quit. The arrow hit my mind. You can't quit. You can't do it. Because not only are you hooked, but you like it. And so be good for God everywhere else, but don't worry about the smoking. He'll understand. And it was a stronghold. And around my mind, around that one lie, you can't quit, you can't give it up, was a house of thoughts. I can't be free. And so when the Lord said, put it down, I immediately said, but I can't. You don't seem to understand. You ever told God he doesn't understand? Isn't that crazy? God understands. God, you don't understand. It can be when he tells you to walk away from a wrong relationship or he tells you to put something else down. But believe me, before you can pick the right things up, sometimes you got to put the wrong things down. And so the Lord spoke to me and said, put it down. And I said, how am I going to do that? He said, because... I've told you he always leads me in triumph in Jesus Christ and nothing is too hard for me. And if God be for us, who can be against us? And if I, by the spirit, put to death the deeds of the body, including smoking, I will be free and have life. So I began to read truth. And you know what the truth of God did? It demolished the lie. So the way we bring down a stronghold is the truth of God's word every time. Every time. Only one thing can pull down a house of lies, and that is the power of truth. How can you pull down false arguments by the counterpunch of truth? How can you defeat high-sounding lies against God? By the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Listen to the testimony of the Bible about itself, for the Word of God is full of living power. It pulsates with life, spiritual life. It is sharper than in the sharpest dagger, cutting swift and deep into our innermost, watch this, thoughts and desires with all their parts. So what does the word of God do? It goes into our thoughts. And when they are false thoughts, it invades the false thought, pulls it down and replaces it with true thoughts. Amen. And the, the stronghold begins to crumble right then. Another version, his God's powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel 
cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open and to listen and obey. Listen to this. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. Nothing can resist God. No stronghold can stand against the power of God's word. Amen. No argument, no rationalization, no justification, no reasoning against God. That argument that has put itself and set itself against God in your life, nothing can stand against the power of God's word. So I'm going to give you three quick, simple ways to do it. Everybody say the word accept. Accept. Now here's the deal. The way to get free of a stronghold, pornography, smoking, drinking, anger, we all deal with strongholds. I'm telling you, the life of the stronghold is in the lie. And when the lie is pulled down, the stronghold loses all of its strength. So whatever it is, you got to attack it with God's word. So you have to accept God's word regarding your stronghold. Is his word true? Is his word telling you the truth about the stronghold? And you got to say, of course it is. It's God's word. So it's true. So whatever it tells me about my stronghold, it's true. Even your salvation begins this way. You hear the truth of the gospel. You've had lies in your head about Christ and God and everything. But when you hear that gospel, you've got to accept it as true or you'll never repent. So everybody say, accept God's word. Then you got to apply God's word to the stronghold. See, what is God's word tell you to do about the stronghold. What's God's word telling you to do? Repent? Walk away from something or someone? See, there, there's some relationships toxic to your faith and your walk. They're toxic. They're affecting something in your spiritual life, pulling you down. They're toxic. And God may say, you need to walk. Well, and I'm not telling you to leave your spouse. Don't go out here and say, oh, I'm free. Hallelujah. I'm leaving my spouse. That's toxic. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I have to be clear. But sometimes you got to say goodbye so you can say hello to the will of God. Okay. How about seek out counsel or an accountability partner? Is God's word telling you that? An accountability partner can help you overcome a stronghold like nothing else. What about forgive somebody? Is God's word telling you the way out of this stronghold is forgive somebody? Humble yourself. How about that? Or confess something. Do I need to confess something? Do I need to get it out? Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Am I, am I supposed to confess something? See, whatever God's word tells me to do, I got to apply it. I accept it. Okay, it's true. Apply it. Here's what it tells me to do. And then you got to allow it to search and guide you every day. Let me give you a principle. Please remember this. Deliverance from a stronghold is first experienced, but then it is sustained. Once you're free, once you pull it down, you got to replace it with something. It leaves a vacuum. You've torn down a house of lies that took maybe years to build, and now you're building a house of truth, and that's a process. 1 Peter 2, we're going to read this and close. Let's put it up there. 1 Peter 2, so get rid of all evil behavior. Be done with all deceit. I love the words, get rid of and be done. Hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave. Oh, I crave those cigarettes. 
But you know, I woke up one day and realized I'm not craving them anymore. I'm not wanting them anymore. As a matter of fact, now they gross me out. But I didn't have to quit smoking. I had to pull down the stronghold, then quit smoking. Okay? Now, so you will crave good things, the pure spiritual milk of the Word, so you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment, the Word of God. There you have it. As you get rid of what is false and wrong, you daily replace it with what is good and right, which Peter says is the Word of God. Thanks for tuning in today to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire. With the busy schedule everyone has these days, it means the world to us that you would take this time to listen. Let us know how it has touched your heart by calling us at 877-884-3111. You can also connect with us at our website, hardwired.org. It's no secret that our country has had some extreme challenges over the last year or two. People have been going through depression, isolation, emotional pains, disillusionment, and more and are looking for something to grab a hold of for security? Well, the answer is not in something, it's someone, Jesus Christ. And that's what this program is all about. So here's how you can help us get this message out. Being a listener-supported program means we rely on the financial partnership of our listeners, which means you. And we believe that these messages with Pastor Jeff are making a difference in your life. So this is how you can make a difference to ours. You can contribute by giving us a call at 877-884-3111 or at our website, hardwired.org. 877-884-3111 or go to hardwired.org. Thank you for your very generous gifts. God bless and thanks for listening to Hardwired. Hardwired.